Hey Mavens, before diving into today's episode, I need to make sure that you are all in the know about our Master Mavens membership. This is your support in building the beauty business of your dreams. Our goal when creating the Master Mavens membership was to provide ongoing education, resources, and support in growing your beauty businesses. When you sign up to be a Master Maven, you will get immediate access to an exclusive community of Master Mavens, two monthly self-coaching resources straight to your inbox, two monthly group coaching calls with your Master Beauty Mavens, that's us, exclusive discounts on any Beauty Mavens education or products, and access to our Maven Education Library, which is full of templates, spreadsheets, and more. Plus discounts on one-on-one and two-on-one coaching. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this. Your Master Maven investment is only $49 a month with no contracts. You can cancel whenever, no questions asked. I want to share with you guys what one of our Mavens posted in our Facebook group this week. I signed up for this class needing to get a hold of my business and me. I have big dreams, but have no idea how to execute them. I actually prepaid for the class for the whole year before the first worksheet. So I jumped in on blind faith. With only two worksheets behind me and only one coaching call, my work world is changing. Sometimes you don't know when, where, or what was said that made that switch, but it has, and I know I will get a lot more of those. You ladies are putting in so much time and work into these, and you are changing lives. Thank you so much for what you are doing. So if you are like Stephanie and ready to see real changes in your business, leading you closer to your dream life, then stop what you're doing, head over to masterbeautymavens.com and sign up for the membership and we will see you in our Facebook group. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens Podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. Hey Mavens, welcome back to the Beauty Mavens podcast. We're so excited that you're here today. We have a really special guest. Her name is Kim Walls and she is the co-founder of Fortuna Skin and a handful of other brands. So we're excited to dive deep into talking about all that she's done in the industry and her outlook and experiences. So Kim, why don't you go ahead and give us a brief background. I know you've done a lot and been in the industry your whole life, but give us a brief background of how you got started and kind of what your journey has looked like. You bet. Thank you. And thank you very much for having me on your podcast. It's exciting to get to speak with um, inside the industry to get to share ideas and thoughts and maybe hopefully some good tips with people inside the industry. I've gotten a lot, certainly by listening to your podcast. So it's nice to get the chance to give back a little. Oh, well, we're excited. This one's, I can already tell, is going to be a good one just from talking to you. I'm so excited. Thank you. Uh, Well, my experience in the beauty industry started by chance. My father was a skincare founder. He actually had a skin disease called um, vitiligo. 
and that's where you have white patches, areas of skin that uh, with melanocytes that don't produce melanin. Mm -hmm. So he got into the medical side of skincare right around the same time I was born because vitiligo is something that comes out later in life. And so as he worked to bring that business to life and Epicurean is a spa skincare brand. Um, as he worked to bring that to life, I was just around. So you know, maybe I would do things like pack up boxes in the garage or put labels on, uh, on the bottles. He, he used to con me into putting eye cream and lip balm labels on because you have to be really meticulous. This is sort of pre machines or at least pre before we could afford machines. Uh, and so he'd say, you know, Kimberly, I was like, five, you're the only person who can get these right in the middle. And so I, <laughs> I, would, I would do it. And then that turned into, you know, sales and helping to structure different types of product lines, really anything I could do to help him. It was just family. Um, and then I went off to school and studied anthropology, art history, and religious studies nothing to do with skincare, but was always really deeply interested in the science of skin and what it does for the body. It's, it was very clear early uh, to me because of those studies, the role that skin has in overall health. Um, and at the time, people really viewed it like a cellophane wrapper, kind of you can put things on, you can wash them off, it's no big deal. But the the body of science and awareness that has come out since you know, that time around how integral skin is to overall health um, really has kept me fascinated. And so I love skin and skincare and ingredients, you know, the plants are the tools, um, putting different things together in different ways to create different outcomes. It's a very creative process for me and really fun and rewarding. Um, so I went on to start multiple different brands and work in the industry in lots of different ways. I became an esthetician also. Um, which was very fun. And um, and that's it. I mean, just really my whole life, just different aspects and areas. And the the incredibly cool thing to me about the Fortuna brands is that they're based in a concept in Sicily that is part of my co-founder's family story where uh, her husband, Steve Lusso, made a promise when he was eight years old to his grandmother um, that he would find the land in Sicily where she was born before they moved to America and buy it for her someday because she missed it and she loved it. She'd tell all these incredible stories about it. And as he went through his career, he ultimately did that. And then he got really interested in Sicily and his heritage there and was deeply upset by the poverty that was happening in that area of Sicily. Mm -hmm. And so made it one of his life goals to correct that and the brands that we are creating actually most of the ingredients are coming from their currently 800 acre estate in Sicily where they employ hundreds of farmers they are either the largest or one of the largest employers in private employers in Sicily and um, we've found a way to take the ancient wisdom of that land and merge it with modern science with um, Fortuna Skin so we brought a whole new method of processing ingredients over from the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, they use ultrasound in some cases to process plant materials. We call it our sound bath extraction method because it's using the power of sound to break down those cellular walls and get the bioactives out. Um, and we've done a lot of original research as well on these plants. Um, so you have this sort of really 
cool, classic, ancient wisdom. You're using plants that have been used for thousands of years, some of which, like Ancusa azuria, it has the highest level of antioxidants of any known Mediterranean edible plant, and it had never been used in skincare before. So we got to explore that and then marry it with these really high-powered, you know, high-potency extraction methods that are far better for our purposes than anything else on the market. There's no chemical processing like ethoxylation. There's not processing with time, leaving things out in the sun for weeks on end where you have oxidation and inconsistent levels of extraction and all these things. So the Fortuna brands were are an incredibly interesting way to get to help a community in need as well as really push the boundaries of of clean beauty by bringing new processing methods, um, new types of products and, and looking to new ingredients and that ancient wisdom of the land and working to bring those forward and share them with people around the world through products. Wow. That is so cool. Just, I feel like even before we started recording, we were talking about some of the different companies you have. And when you speak about your brands, I just can feel the passion in your voice. And it's so cool. Like, it's so cool. And I said this earlier, but I feel like everything that you've done has just been so intentional. And that story, like, that's amazing. That is so cool. So I know you said that your products are coming from Italy right now. And with COVID and everything that's going on, like how has that changed or how, what has, has there been things that you've had to do differently or how has, have you had to evolve during this pandemic that we're all going through? Yeah. Um, there, it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot for everyone, for sure. Um, there it, it's it was very real as early as January for us in Italy. You know, people hadn't quite realized how big of a deal this was going to be, even within Italy. So people were still working, but there were a lot of questions and there was a lot of fear. Ultimately, everyone we work with um, shut down and went home sort of at different times. Um, one of our vendors had a had a death, you know, very close to home within their own um, family. So it, it was very personal and very present um, and continues to be. We still have not had our products released or, you know, completed, putting together. We did in the end for a certain number of products, uh, we were able to pull everything all the various components from you know, the wax seals to these metal pieces that are part of the packaging that are made by artisanal workers um, to the bottles that are from an Italian glassmaker and the goop, which ultimately is you know from our labs there. All, we were able to sort of piecemeal pull all these things into planes and, and get them here to the U.S. where people did continue to work long enough to put those together here. So there's a very limited amount of product, but it has kept us going. Um, and it, it matters a great deal because the ability to continue to sell products and to keep people working is what will allow everyone to come back to jobs when they do come back. Right. Like that there's, there's been, it's been interesting from a sort of crisis management and perception management perspective I think we've been lucky in that we haven't had to, you know, nobody has said anything to us like, why would you still be working? Mm -hmm. A lot of companies are getting that, like, how dare you be working in this terrible time? Um, and 
we we're currently donating and have now for over a month been donating 20% of all uh, profits, not profits, sales, 20% off the top line to hospitals and frontline workers in Italy, as well as um, some relief efforts here in the United States. So it's been very important to us to keep working and to mm -hmm. keep selling so that we can um, try to make it a little better for people now and in the future. So that's one aspect, one element. Um, another element, which has been a really, a really big deal is um, remote work. And remote work is something that has been important to me and, and being a supporter of remote work. It's an aspect of what people call the future of work. Is that familiar? Yeah, yes. That phrase, yeah. Um, so the future of work means a lot of different things. There's a lot to it, but one aspect of it, which I've always really, really focused on is um, the remote work aspect of that. So, and that's because I, I can't stand to be in one place for long and I can't stand to be inside <laughs> for most <laughs> of the time. And so it's very, very personal that I, if I love these, these brands in particular, you know, Fortuna Skin, Bambini Fortuna, and I want to continue working in them for you know, potentially all the days, um, they have to be remote enabled. And then there's a lot in terms of, you know, the, the caliber of work and the talent that's out there and how much they want to be able to work remotely. You know, they're, they want trust, they want to be productive. Um, and so we've been able, we, we set up as a remote work business. And so the actual workflow impact of all of this has been almost zero, truly almost nothing. We, awesome. we were, yeah. So that's, that's lucky because yeah. all of the things at once, like if we couldn't work and we couldn't get our products and all these other things that, that would have been, um, who knows, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. So do you have any tips for someone who is wanting maybe to hire remotely or like, I know even yeah. for us, we do our podcasts all ourselves, but I've like even looked into hiring someone remotely just to do our editing and put it up. Like, do you have any tips for building a team remotely? Cause that seems yeah. kind of challenging. Like it's one thing to meet someone in an interview, you know, in person. And, yeah. but I feel like that would kind of be hard and a little scary to hire just people virtually. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I, the first thing I would say to that effect is that there's now enough data out there to know that it can be great. It can be far better for a lot of people, most people to have remote work and to have remote workers. So first thing is just data's on your side. Like the, the facts are in that it is a good idea. Um, the question then is how do you identify the right people? Because not everybody is an ideal remote worker and not everybody knows whether they are or aren't a good remote worker. So you, in your position of hiring, um, there are a list of traits, which um, I, can, I can list them off if you'd like. Yeah, that'd be things. awesome. Um, you need people who are self-motivated, who are really good communicators, both verbally and in written form, people who are resourceful, tech-savvy, people who have the ability to self-evaluate or be self-reflective, people who are independent 
and good prioritizers. So that ability to prioritize independently is super critical. People with a high level of confidence and also high integrity, so trustworthy people. Those are the traits that are pretty well established now as the key traits of an ideal remote worker. And how to identify those things is different for everybody, but um, but that's the that's the list. And when you find those people and empower them to work remotely well by having the right systems in place and the right approach to things, then there's a very meaningful um, benefit to both the employer and the employees. But in your case, as the employer, um, up to 24% higher levels of productivity, um, more loyalty, they're less likely to leave or and then you won't have somebody to retrain and go through that whole process again. They like their jobs more. They have higher levels of, of boosted morale and they're happier. They have less stress and they're happier, which means they're more fun to work with. So there's there are a lot of reasons to do it. And um, if you hire the right people and give them the right systems and engage them in a way that is empowering to you and to them, it can be incredibly successful for everybody. That's so helpful. Thank you so much for sharing those traits and some of the benefits. I think a lot of people will have a lot to think about after hearing that. Um, (laughs) So when you're talking about all these different parts of your business, like the research and making the products and the ingredients and then the hiring, like I know you have a partner, but how much, how involved are you? Like what's your role in the company, I guess? I am the CEO. So you're involved in everything a little bit? Yeah, that's very fair. (laughs) I'm involved in everything a little bit. My core specialty is product. So creating the brand stories and then the products that support the pillars of of that story. Um, That's my – so I understand the biochemistry of it and the – uh, the materials themselves, you know, those those plants and the various properties of things, whether it's, you know, emulsifiers or that part of, of the world of product, I enjoy very much. And I also love cooking for the same reason. So you just, yeah. it's like playing with things <laughs> that you can make things out of. It's, um, it's a really, it's really fun. So product I'm very, very deeply involved in um, my my biggest role is, is really, I think to me, my most important role is, um, hiring the right people to do the work that needs to be done. So before that, figuring out what work needs to be done and being really clear on that and then hiring to that work and, um, making sure that there isn't anything in the way of the people I hire, um, getting that work done and being happy doing it. So I feel like, um, that's my most important role is helping people be the best version of themselves in the workplace. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. That is so cool. So you, do you, cause you, it's a co-founded company, right? Yes. And is your, your um, partner is in Italy. Is she from Italy? She's in Atherton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's in Atherton and uh, I'm here in LA. But she had, they go to, she and her husband go to the farm regularly to, you know, I think just be there and enjoy it and check on everything that's happening there. 
Yeah. They have four kids as well, all under, I believe, under the age of 10. So they're very, very busy. <laughs> so I can imagine. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. And, and Agatha is my co-founder. She's our creative director, um, our chief creative officer. So she's really looking out for how everything looks and feels and comes together um, and has an absolutely insanely high, in a good way, level of uh, attention to detail and aesthetic that really allows people when they experience the products and the packaging to understand the the heart and the intention and the quality and the performance um, that's that's going into them. So she was a runway model, a supermodel um, for Chanel and Saint Laurent, all these, you know, really beautiful fashion houses yeah. um, many years. And stepped out of that a little bit when she had her kids and then realized that um, there was a lot of opportunity to bring health and healing and some of the things that she learned beauty um, to more people's lives by tapping into the the greatness that this farm has. And so that was her, how we came together was really this recognition that there was something very different and something very special that we could do together um, that neither one of us could necessarily do on our own. So cool. It sounds like a great combo. You two powerhouse <laughs> combo right there, <laughs> clearly with all that you've done. And I, I was looking over your guys' Instagram and you've had a lot of press. Do you have a hand in that or do you have any we tips have for someone? Okay. Yeah, we have a full a full PR agency. Press, I, it press is, uh, I think, very important. <laughs> so we do we do work with them. Yeah. So cool. Do you have any tips for someone maybe on like a local level, like because I know a lot of our audience is estheticians who are either solopreneurs or have their own studio or even some just booth renters. But is there? Um, do you have any tips for them maybe for going on like local news stations or getting in their newspaper or, cause I think a lot of times we get so focused on like Instagram and Facebook that, and yeah. it's sometimes hard. Like, and I, I'm speaking from experience because um, we have our studio and it's like, Oh, everything's running good. Like it's sometimes you get so caught up in what's happening day to day that you just don't even think about thinking a little bit bigger, you know, and taking opportunities to go on the news or whatever that might be. So do you have any tips for someone? Um, you know, my, my first and probably biggest thought is that I think it's really valuable and important for people to do what they love. And my experience with people who are in service or in business, they especially people in service, um, they are doing what they love. And so to ask someone like that to then go do something that's a completely different skill set. Um, and I think it's not good for the heart necessarily. And so with that in mind, I think that partnerships, um, can be extremely valuable. So, you know, people who maybe really love that piece, they love, being out there and getting on the news and talking to friends. And, you know, if there are opportunities to be like, Hey, I, you know, person who's amazing and goes to all the parties and loves this and that, like, if I could just pay you a commission, for example, on any 
referral business that comes like that to me, people telling stories, that's what we do. We we've done that since before we had fires that we could sit around to do it. That is what we do. We are storytellers. And so having, having other people help tell your stories, that's what PR is, but there are lots of levels of that. Our friends tell our stories for us and we tell theirs, you know, and so finding ways to um, get other people telling your story, whether that's paying them or just building reciprocity, like I'll, I will, you know, promote your cookies and tell the stories of your cookies in my space. And I'd love it if you could tell the stories of our services in your space. I, the partnership, I think, is really the foundation of the best PR. Yeah, that was so beautifully worded. I loved that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I think that will resonate with a lot of people. Um, I just had one just before we wrap up. I'm just would love to, since I know you've been working with skincare products and in the wellness world for a long time, what are like your three best skincare tips for someone? (laughs) I know you probably have a million, so it's hard to narrow it down. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there are a couple that are, I think, really important tips that are a little bit lesser known. So um, the first one would be to recognize and appreciate that your skin has more bacteria per square inch than it does skin cells per square inch. And we need that bacteria. And for it to be healthy, it needs to have an acidic environment. Water is neutral. Other things are basic. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a higher pH, lower pH, acidic is what our skin is and needs to keep that bacteria healthy, thriving, and in balance. Healthy and pathogenic need to be in balance. Um, So not over-cleansing, using toners uh, after water or using pH-balancing moisturizers, um, I think is very important for skin health. And that would be my first tip. The next one. Thanks. Um, the next one would be uh, to moisturize all the time, um, even if you don't think your skin is dry, because even oily skin can be dehydrated. And so it's that moisture that allows the skin to do its genetic healing, its work, its DNA repair, the uh, production of collagen, the exfoliation, you know, the killing off of dead skin cells. Um, your body is doing an, an incredible amount of work and none of that functions well in the absence of water. <laughs> it all happens better with water. So we have you know, a whole huge trend in using oil moisturizers, mm-hmm. a major misconception that oils are moisturizing. And I think that's a, it's a damaging misconception for skin. They will keep moisture in. They will be a barrier to prevent water loss. It's called transepidermal water, water loss. So they'll, they'll act to help keep moisture that you already have in. But if you're dry and you put oil on top of that, you're not doing yourself any favors. You need to moisturize with something that contains water and then lock that in with an oil. So that's tip number two. So good. I can't think of anything else right now. Well, those two are great. <laughs> no boring. You know, people know like, oh, don't over exfoliate. Oh, yeah. you know, cleanse face every day. Um, I can't think of anything else. No, right that's now. okay. Those are <laughs> great tips. 
Those were really good. Um, okay, well, is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to add or to say? If not, we can wrap this up. But it's been so fun. And, yeah, if you have any last thoughts. Uh, I don't. But thank you for <laughs> for uh, allowing me to be part of your community. I would love to stay connected with you and, and your community. Um, you can find me at Kim Walls LA on Insta. Um, and anytime you have any questions or if you want me to talk about anything, I'd be happy to. Yeah. I very this, much enjoy your podcast. Thank you. This has been so awesome. And from Kim Walls LA, you have... I'm pretty sure I've seen it. In your bio, you have all your brands linked or you have highlight oh, yes. bubbles, right? Yes, they each have the stories. Okay, <laughs> yes. Perfect. So check out Kim Walls LA and then from there, you can do some heavy stocking and you can find all of her amazing brands and companies and use most of it is skincare. All of it skincare? It's all skin it's skin all. and hair. Skin, skin and, and hair. hair. Okay. Yeah. So much good stuff to go dive into. So thank you so much, Kim. This was so valuable and it was so fun talking to you. Well, you too. I can't wait to do it again. Thank you so much for having me. So make sure you check her out on Instagram at KimWallsLA. And while you're at it, check us out at BeautyMavens underscore. And we will see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens.